the black-tipped ears of his dun horse were still pointed forward. Looking around him, Matlock could see that a couple of the other horses were the same. Something ahead of us yonder, he thought. Pity a man can't be as smart as a horse. He made a sweeping motion with his hand. Fan out, boys. A couple of you work up the hill, on the side of that header. Couple on the other. Better go afoot. Ollie Reed, what say you hold the horses? Ollie Reed, fifty now and bald as an egg, was glad enough to accept that chore. He was not the contentious kind. Halfway out of his saddle, Johnny Willett stopped himself and asked, Webb, what you aiming to do? You don't flush quail out by riding around them. Somebody's got to go on in. The sheriff swung to the ground to make himself less of a target. He stood behind his horse for cover and peered across the saddle, looking for signs of anything in the brush. He waited then, giving the men time to work up the hills on either side of the header. Once they were there, they should have a good view of whatever might be below them. They could provide cover for Webb when he moved in. Ollie Reed's voice was thin with excitement. I don't like this, Webb. Don't like it at all. Puts me in mind of the days when Clabe Donovan and his bunch was running loose. Clabe Donovan's dead, Ollie. Ollie nodded, shivering. That don't keep me from remembering. Not many years ago, Clabe Donovan and a wild bunch that ran with him were cutting a wide swath through the border country, jumping back and forth across the Rio Grande, stealing what they wanted, killing when someone got in their way. Donovan caught the blame for it just about everything bad that happened in those days. Likely it wasn't all justified, but he had gloried in it anyway, perversely proud that he was becoming a legend while he still lived. In death, the legend had kept on growing. Webb's horse nickered. An answering nicker came from within the thorny tangle of mesquite. Limbs crackled. A riderless bay horse broke into the open, moving in a long trot. He came straight toward the posseman's horses and stopped among them. Webb saw blood splotches on the saddle. He glanced at the wide-eyed Ollie Reed. That's probably a rustler lying in yonder dead. And again, maybe he ain't, Reed observed nervously. Wounded animal's the most dangerous kind. A man's different from an animal. Some of them ain't. Webb handed Ollie his bridle reins. We'll find out pretty quick. Holding the saddle gun ready, he started toward the brush afoot. He moved cautiously from one mesquite to another, keeping himself behind cover of the green leaves as much as he could. A cold tingle ran up and down his back. His sweaty shirt clung to him. A bullet whined by his head. Leaves drifted down from a mesquite where the slug had clipped them. He threw himself to the ground, breaking his fall first with his knees, then with the butt of the rifle, he snapped his shot in the direction from which the report had come. A second bullet buzzed angrily overhead. Six-shooter. Webb could tell by the sound. Six-shooter must be all the man had. If he had a rifle, he would have used it. At this range, only the rankest kind of luck would score the man a hit. The sheriff levered another cartridge into the breech, pushed to his knees, and sprinted again. This time he saw the flash. The saddle gun was nearly torn from his hands. Splinters drove searing hot into his skin. The bullet had glanced off the wooden stock. He saw a depression ahead, with a brush behind to help hide him. He dived, sliding into the loose rocks, ripping his clothing, tearing his flesh. He knew he was bruised blue, 
breathing hard. He paused to wipe sweat from his forehead onto his sleeve. He listened, hearing movement as the gunman tried to shift position. Webb called, This is Sheriff Matlock. We've got you surrounded. No sense you fighting anymore. Throw your gun out and raise up where we can see you. Another shot sent more mesquite leaves showering down. Webb called out again. You're playing the fool. If you're wounded, you need doctoring. Don't just lay there and die. He heard a cough. A weak voice said, You'd never get me to town. You'd hang me. Nobody will molest you, I give you my word on that. Johnny Willett was cautiously working his way back down the hillside. The cowboy paused tensely and caught the sheriff's eye. He held up one finger. Just one man, that was all. The sheriff tried reasoning again. You haven't got a chance, so why keep on...